Hey all you heathens, this is Jordy, and you are listening to The Heathen Path. Welcome. <laughs> I wanted to jump on here and um, talk about some awesome, awesome stuff that I have been working with lately, but before all of that, I wanted to emphasize on the fact that obviously Freire is not with us right now. She is currently going on her own path and will 100% be back intermingling with this um, as we go. But with that being said, she's going to do amazing things. And we all know it. (laughs) Um, So to begin this episode, I wanted to talk about herbs, herbs, plants, and all the in-betweens. Everybody has dandelions going crazy right now in their backyard in their front yard and fields nearby. And I just wanted to emphasize that you could literally use those plants slash weeds for your healing, for your feeling better. Um, It's one of those plants, weeds, that we kind of come across and hate, unless you're like me. I've always, always loved blowing on the dandelions and (laughs) making wishes, but that's kind of what they're known for. That's what they're normally just used for is, here, let me blow it and make a wish and let it go. But you can use all, all of the properties, all of the parts of the dandelion. So that's what I'm here for. Um, So I did post a video on how to make a tincture, thanks to Sandra, who is my mentor at the Divination Academy, which if you don't know, you need to know. Go and check Divination Academy out. They are absolutely amazing. They have YouTube videos. They have their website. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They're all over the place. And it is a free academy. And you can learn so, so, so much. I have been blown away by what I've learned from that academy thus far. Um, so with that being said, let's get into it. Like I said, there is the dandelion that grows in your backyard, front yard. If you also have lilacs or lavender or you grew rosemary or mint or basil at some point or someone before you did that, those will grow back and they will return. And those are actually, they will grow like weeds. I mean, 
you can't get rid of them for the most part, which is beautiful because those, everybody knows how to cook. Not everybody, but most people know how to cook with basil and rosemary and thyme and all of, you know, all of those herbs, but they don't realize the properties. They don't realize the healing properties that can be distributed um, with tinctures, with balms, with lotions, with candles. You can make so much with these herbs and not just the herb itself, but say, like for instance, the dandelion or singing nettle or something that you consider a weed you can utilize the roots of that weed or that herb or, you know, whatever you want to get rid of or if you have too much of, and you can put that into its own tincture, its own balm, its own essential oil, and you can utilize those properties, those health properties. Um, So that's kind of what I've been just diving into full throttle, loving, absolutely loving all of the factors of me being able to walk out in my backyard, grab whatever is growing, and then utilizing it in the sense of knowing that these kind of Herbs and weeds and plants and randoms will literally make me feel better. Will make my kids feel better. Will make my friends feel better. Will make my clients feel better. So that's something that I've been really diving into. And um, with that said, if there are any questions... As far as like, hey, what in the hell do I do with this herb? Or what do I do with, should I have just the herb leaves? Or should I have just the plant's leaves, stems, flowers, roots? What do I do? That's something that I have been also working on getting onto our Facebook page and our YouTube how to's how to separate and what you need to separate and what doesn't need to be separated based off of what you're looking to make Um, when it comes to the tinctures I have learned that you can use all parts of certain plants and herbs and and weeds. We'll just call them all plants. (laughs) Um, You can use all plant, all parts of the plant. But when it comes to particular balms, essential oils, candles, medicinal type stuff, which tinctures are definitely 100% medicinal but you use it you filter out all of the excess 
stuff that is unnecessary for essential oils and you know when when you're getting into specifics if you want the root if you want say uh the root of a nettle plant that has different properties than the stem and the leaves and even the flowers so that's that's kind of what i was referring to with that but it's it's like it's it's like this huge ass world that i didn't even realize was a thing was i i mean i knew i always knew it was a thing but i didn't know it was something that i could do that i could actually be a part of and coming from pagan origins coming from a family of pagans my mom my grandma they all always worked with herbs and plants and weeds and they always worked with the herbology side um but I never I never dove into that until now and seeing all of this and learning all of this and realizing how simple it is to live off the land even more so than I already do as a, you know, solo hunter, harvester, butcher. And I, you know, before learning all of this, I felt like I was like, oh, yeah, I've got my garden. I've got all my shit. Like, we're good. I've got my chickens in the back. I've got eggs coming in. I've got meat coming in from hunting. I've got my herbs and vegetables and fruits and blah, blah, blah for my garden. We're good. Not realizing that there is a whole other freaking world when it comes to essential oils, when it comes to balms, when it comes to incense, candles, inhaling, inhalations, I guess, <laughs> when it comes to tinctures. I mean, there's so much that you can do, so much more that you can do that I was never taught, even with my background, even with my heritage and, you know, what I should have been taught. I never was taught all of this. And it's just like, like mind blown. Let's fucking go. Let's do this right now. It's exciting. It's so exciting. It's literally like a whole other world has just been lit the hell up right in my face. So, with that being said, the tinctures, the essential oils, the balms, the lotions, the incense, there are particular areas of the plant that you want to focus on with whatever ailments that you're looking to figure out and, and fix. Um, I will say as of right now, I have personally 
whenever, like before, when I first started, it was like, oh, just put it all in the dehydrator, put the whole plant in the dehydrator, roots, stems, leaves, flowers, get that shit in there. I'm going to grind it up and I'm going to make a fucking tincture because I can and this is incredible and it's amazing and it's like what the hell where's all this knowledge been but you can do that you can do that and that can be your first you know little oh by the way this shit you can do it (laughs) but once you get it once you start getting into the bombs the oils the more particular um, situation, especially when you're talking about like helping others. If you're helping yourself, you're always going to look at and and do the stuff that will fix or figure out your own ailments or your own situation at that time. But once you start pushing towards helping others and wanting to make oils and tinctures and all of all of it for someone else you absolutely want to make sure that the different parts of the plant that you know the different parts of the plant and what they can help with because that's something that I learned along the way is not all of the dandelion let's say is amazing for heart health liver health the benefits as a whole as a whole plant are incredible But when you have more specific situations as far as like, oh, I want to, let's say, oh, I want to have more lucid dreams because that's something that I saw on um, one of my, someone messaged me and I was like, ooh, my first go-to would be St. John's wort and, of course, Blue Lotus. And so I, 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 I had all of these thoughts of what herbs and plants would assist in this. But then I'm like, hold on. We need to talk about what medication are you on? What ancestral or what has your you know what medication diagnoses has your mom and your grandma and your grandpa and your dad have like what what is the situation because it is situational um st john's wort and blue lotus uh, pretty much all anything that is relating to the mind the brain you really, really, really want to be careful with working with those and knowing what situations you are in as far as what 
medication you're on, what medication you should be on, what feelings you're having, where you're at in life. There are a lot of, when you're working with the brain, when you're working with the mind and expanding that, you definitely want to work on making sure that everybody coexists peacefully because the blue lotus the, the all of all of the herbs that and plants that and weeds and everything that relates to the mind have had adverse effects for people that don't research that don't look into what those adverse effects could be based off of what the what they're on at the time as far as medication or what they're going through at the time as far as emotionally depression anxiety so many so many things so if that's something that you're looking into i definitely with my degree in psychology, I I have I have my BA in psychology and the mind has always, always fascinated me, but also has frustrated me, just like everybody else in this world, right? Because it's like you cannot you cannot fathom, you can't even comprehend what the mind has planned or doesn't have planned or, you know, you've got the subconscious and the conscious. And I mean, there's so many parts to the mind. And so that's one of those, one of those parts with herbs and plants that I am fascinated by is the fact that you can literally alter, not just alter, but expand the mind with herbs, plants, weeds, fungi. And it puts you in a different state. And a lot of people are so, you know, the, the society is so fearful of everything and everything that they hear, anything that they hear, everything that they see, everything that they, you know, everything that the, the media writes about or talks about or, you know, it, it's like, okay, that is it. That's the word, period, the end. I'm not doing it. Which to me, I've always been that question mark at the end, like, Wait, but why? But what what do you mean? You know? And I will say for a long time I always thought that like something was wrong with me for not accepting and just going with the flow. And there was there were a few times where I literally in my childhood like junior high high school where I asked my parents if I could 
join the Mormon religion. And both my parents were like, you got to be out of your fucking mind. And I was like, I am. But can I? Because... I went to church with my friends and it was it was a community and that is what gets us every single time is that sense of community that sense of familiarity that sense of routine that sense of every, all the feelings that us as humans need and want and yearn for in life, that's what religion does for us. Um, so with that being said, once I started going away from religion and, and pushing away, going, but why? Why does society deal with communism you know, we go we go back, and if you look back at all of the historical situations, right, in American history at least, and we go to communism and the Karl Marx shit and everybody just be like, oh, you're a fucking communist. Oh, you're a communist. But then we rewind all the way back to the Salem Witch Trials where I actually posted about that the other day. And it was literally the same thing where humans yearn for that community acceptance, that community approval, societal acceptance, societal approval. And when suddenly somebody questions that, Somebody asks, like, but wait, guys, we are not getting anything out of this. We're getting fucked. Like, we are getting fucked. Suddenly, the whole tribe, the whole community, the whole society goes against those people. And it makes you wonder... Shit, I'm getting off topic. But what I'm saying as far as society and the lack of education when it comes to growing your own stuff, planting your own seeds, and not just for the beauty in front of your home, not just for your grass to be freshly cut and trimmed, you know, on the borders and fucking little pansies sitting in front of your front window. We're talking, you actually have a garden that has dandelions, that has stinging nettle, that has mullion, that has all of the factors, all of the, all of the beautiful fucking plants that you can actually use and utilize to heal not only yourself, but your neighbors and your friends and everybody in your little circle. 
that's that part. That's what I definitely have learned in learning about herbs and learning about plants and weeds and enjoying them and realizing that their properties are exactly what we need to continue on as human beings. I mean, the earth, Gaia, whatever you want to call her, I call her Gaia, Mother Earth. She has given these plants a life for a reason. And it depends, you know, whatever you believe is your your idea and that's okay and I respect that. But my belief is everything, including us, comes from this earth. Our soul is universal. But our bodies, our cavities, our avatars are from this earth. We are made in the womb. And that is literally from a woman, our beautiful mother, that gave us life just like Mother Gaia, Mother Earth, that gave our mothers that life. So that's kind of where I'm at as far as realizing all of these beautiful, beautiful herbs and plants and weeds and trees and bushes and everything around you, you can utilize and use in your kitchen, in your cupboards, in your everyday life for your kids, for yourself, and no more big pharma, you know? I mean, I still, honestly, obviously, I still use big pharma medication for, say, my depression. I still have my Zoloft prescription coming in every month because I don't... I don't feel like that's something that I want to mess with as far as questioning. But how far do we go down this rabbit hole to the point where we realize we don't need, we don't need Zoloft. We can learn and educate ourselves on all that there is to offer on this earth. And honestly, when it comes down to it, what is Zoloft made of? It has to be something, you know, based off of earthly configurations. It has to be made from things that we could find from Mother Earth. And if not, if it's man-made, and obviously I haven't looked into this shit, and I'm like, oh, God, I don't even want to. And that's sad. That's scary. I'm more willing to put random shit in my body, in my mind, 
and trust that it's working and that it's good and that it's fine rather than putting herbs and plants and what I know I grow, what I know I feel from these plants and from from whatever I grow and harvest, you know, that's scary. That's fucking scary, right? But anyways, I will say if you have any questions any ideas, any feedback, any input, by all means, please do contact me personally, or you can post on our Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all the above podcasts. Um, But I want to hear what you have to say about these, (laughs) this new adventure that I'm on. Um, I think it's really important for us to all understand and comprehend on a universal level, not just, you know, me as a podcaster and you as a listener. I think this information and any information that you have to add is absolutely beautiful and incredible. So please do. But with that being said, I appreciate you guys all so, so much for listening. And I hope to see you soon on the Heathen Path. Have a good night.